The problem with overhydration is that you're totally going to deplete yourself of electrolytes and then you're going to start to experience all of that unwanted nasty keto flu when you're fasting and you're not going to feel well. The following podcast is a Sempronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, I'm so excited to have Megan Ramos here with us. And we're going to be talking about everything fasting. We're going to be talking about extended fasting. So welcome, Megan. Tell people a little bit about you and a little bit about your own personal intermittent fasting and fasting story. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's great to be here, Chantel. Uh, so I co-founded a program called The Fasting Method uh, by Intensive Di Dietary Management with my colleague, Dr. Jason Fung. He's a medical doctor who specializes in nephrology. We're based in Toronto, Canada. And um, we utilize uh, intermittent and extended fasting strategies along with time-restricted eating protocols and low-carb diets to help our patients and clients uh, regain control of their health, achieve sustainable weight loss, and uh, put their diabetes in, uh, reverse their diabetes, uh, and reduce their medication dependency. Um, both of our backgrounds are in nephrology, him as a medical doctor and myself as a researcher. And we were getting sick and tired of watching the boom in type uh, diabetic kidney disease. Uh, I started in nephrology when I was 15 as a summer student, and there were no diabetic kidney patients, very few. And by the time I was 25, there were thousands of them in our clinic. It was just maddening. Um, myself, too, being born in the 80s, the mid-80s, I didn't necessarily grow up on the best diet or with the best dietary guidelines. Sugar was okay. You were told to eat several times throughout the day. Uh, so, you know, sort of parallel to my career, I developed metabolic syndrome, fatty liver disease, PCOS. In my mid-20s, I actually I became quite obese, and I developed type 2 diabetes. And this was sort of at, in parallel to our career and getting frustrated with the standard of care for diabetics. And my colleague Jason has started doing some research on low carb and on fasting. And he really believes it's not just what you eat, but when you eat, that matters. And I started radically trying to change what I ate, um, which was a struggle uh, coming from such a terrible dietary background. And I was getting some results, but it just, I felt like I was still stuck in a, this terrible cycle of not really being able to get control of my health. And when I started fasting, within six months, I lost over 60 pounds. I've lost 86 pounds to date. I reversed all of my metabolic-related diseases um, just by introducing fasting. So um, it inspired patients that I was working with to want to do it. We started with a pilot. We started seeing patients in our kidney clinic and uh, getting great results. Jason wrote a book called The Obesity Code, which has um, had quite a wide global reach. And we had people reaching out to us from all over the world asking how they could come to our little clinic that we were only partially working in um, for fasting because we were mostly in nephrology. And we thought, okay, we need to make our program accessible to everybody. So we created an online fasting and eating program along with some health coaching. 
That's awesome. And for people who don't know what nephrology is, it's the branch of medicine that deals with the physiology and diseases of the kidneys. And so let's talk about the kidneys for just a second, since we are going to be really focusing on extended fasting today. Um, you know, one of the things that people say is like, okay, well, if you're fasting, you should drink a lot of water. But I want you to kind of expand on that because it can be dangerous as well, right? Like if you're drinking, if you're fasting and you're drinking an exorbitant amount of water and you're not balancing that, um, with electrolytes and sodium and so forth, that could be dangerous. Can you talk about that for just a second? Yeah, absolutely. Overhydration is absolutely just as detrimental as being completely dehydrated. Um, you know, when a lot of people with metabolic syndrome uh, start to fast, their their hunger signals are really warped, um, and they often mistake thirst for hunger. Um, so it, we really try to encourage people when they fast, you know, if you feel thirsty, drink until you no longer feel thirsty. If you feel hungry, drink a little bit, like don't go overboard, but have half a cup of water, wait 30 minutes and see if you are hungry or just thirsty. That way you're not guzzling a gallon of water. Um, you're just taking a little bit and actually testing whether you become more thirsty and the hunger goes away or if you're truly hungry. Um, so everybody, my, uh, my, my health coaches were just pleading with me, can we tell everybody that they need to drink 2.375 liters of water a day? Because everybody wants some magical solution where you input like all of their hormonal patterns and body composition and gender and you pop out a number. Um, but the truth is you should just listen to your body and drink when you are thirsty. Um, and it's going to be really different for everybody. My husband, six foot four guy, really active. He only he doesn't drink very much throughout the day when he's fasting because he's just listening to his body and drinking when he's thirsty. Versus myself, I'm five foot one. Um, I've got some adrenal uh, issues. I have an autoimmune condition called Addison's disease. So I'm very thirsty, and I probably drink a few more times than him. But my body's acclimated to that. The problem with overhydration is that you're totally going to deplete yourself lights and then you're going to start to experience all of that unwanted nasty keto flu um, when you're fasting and you're not going to feel well and fasting is supposed to be something that you're supposed to feel energized and good and like you're conquering the world and you're fueling on body fat so how great is that you're losing fat and feeling excellent at the same time so it's really the, the issue with overhydration is really depleting yourself of electrolytes so a way to check is just to simply look at the color of your urine. You want your urine to not be clear, like crystal clear, like water. Um, you want it just to be like a light straw color. Uh, you want it to, to have some, some concentration of it. You don't want it to be completely depleted of all electrolytes. That's really important because you're going to get nauseous. And nausea is just game over. You need to stop your fast then. And you want to fast so you can successfully get control of your health. Feeling overwhelmed with creating and editing podcasts, videos, or virtual summits? Here at Simpronto, we make media and marketing simple. 
we can assist you with your video production needs and create 30-second up to two-minute promo videos that will wow and engage potential customers. Do you have a podcast that you want to edit, launch, distribute? We can handle all of that for you and edit your episodes simply pronto. And if you're looking to create a virtual summit, we can help set up your website, edit the interviews, and so, so much more. Media, marketing, Simply Pronto. This is Simpronto. Go to simpronto.com to get started. Are you enjoying the summit and hearing all the great advice that you don't want to forget? Get the all access pass and get all the video presentations and the audio downloads of every single session. You can get the all access pass and listen to the summit all year long if you want. The best part is you get all of the transcripts so you can go back and read and see every little note that they talked about. Go to FastingResetSummit.com to get your all-access pass today. Hey guys, Lauren here. Did you know Chantel just released her new book, Fasting of Freedom? The book is all about the benefits of fasting from a biblical perspective. You'll discover how you can see supernatural healing in your body. You will learn how to discern God's still, small whisper to guide you and help you make decisions. You will also master utilizing God's power to overcome difficult times and receive a breakthrough when you are stuck. And you will see how fasting can help you gain victory over a nagging area of sin in your life. You can order your copy right now on Amazon or go to fastingoffreedom.com. Link is in the show notes. All right, back to the episode. Hmm. So let me ask you, because, you know, my husband will get so mad. I hope my husband does not listen to this, this summit at all, because I'm always, lately I've been talking about him a lot on this summit. But so in the morning, sometimes like, let's say he, he urinates and it's, I feel like it's very like a bright yellow color. And sometimes it's a very strong smell in the morning. And what, what is that? Like, what, what does that mean? If somebody has, you know, a darker color urine and a very strong smell, what are some of the possible things that could be going on if that's the very first urine of the day? So very dark urine could mean uh, it's not uncommon to have your darkest color urine of the day be in the morning or to have darker urine in the morning. Um, it just usually means your urine's more concentrated because you're not as hydrating as much, which makes sense because you're sleeping. Um, very, very dark uh, urine can sometimes be indicative of protein spilling out into the urine and the dark urine in that case is usually accompanied by a very foul odor odor odor, odor smell <laughs> sorry okay. um and so i just i as in the lab while i was going through school i used to just loathe kidney patients as urine samples because it would have such a such a potent smell. Um, but the smell can be due to other reasons too. It's not always necessarily a sign of high protein in the urine and kidney damage. It could be simply just due to urinating out ketones and your urine being more concentrated in ketones. And the ketones have a bit of a foul smell to them as well in the urine. So it could actually be a good thing if you're trying to lose body fat and you're actively following a ketogenic diet. The smell can sometimes be glucose spilling out into the urine, which we see more often in type 1 diabetics. Um, we do see sometimes in type 2 diabetics, especially type 2 diabetics on SGLT2 inhibitors such as Invokana 
Jardian Surfar Sega. Um, so it can be a good thing. It can be something to go uh, and just double check with your with your doctor and make sure everything's okay. Um, if you were a little bit worried that your urine might be a little bit too concentrated in the morning and perhaps you weren't drinking enough fluid the day before, then about 90 minutes before you go to bed, try if, if you're someone that has a glass of water maybe try having one and a half or two glasses of water give yourself 90 minutes to process it a bit so you're not waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom but sometimes that just helps some people that are overly concerned that they might have some sort of uh some sort of issue going on Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.